I've had a stressful summer. It was horrible. I've, uh, my family, whole family on vacation. Whole family. I have a family. I have a family. Do you have a family? Yeah? You, what do you have? A wife? A wife. Good. Have you made people yet? Have you made... Oh, yeah. You wait. I've made my own people. And I'm their leader. Maybe you, you feel like this guy, you've made your own people, and you're their leader, and they're going every which way. Well, today, as we, uh, as we talk about God's purpose, we're going to focus on reproducing a godly heritage. Stay with us. What started as a question, God, you created marriage, can you make it work, soon became a statement. God, you created marriage, you can make it work. Thank you for joining us on the Christian Family Life Podcast, where we get into the good, the bad, and the ugly in our marriage relationships, and mind God's Word to see what it has to say about it. So glad you joined us today for our podcast with Christian Family Life, where we will be discussing, have you made your own people yet? (laughs) (laughs) I'm Susie. I'm Gio. Tammy. And Roland. And we are We've made people. <laughs> yes. Between the ten of yes, us between the four of us, we've made nine people. Nine people. Nine people. But nine the, people. Here's the fun thing. Those people are starting to make people. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. That's right. Exactly. So that kind of leads us into our topic of what we're gonna discuss today about reproducing a godly heritage. And honestly, that's just one arm of it because it's so much bigger than just your biological family. But we are um, going to dive in today mm-hmm. about discussing the second purpose of marriage that's revealed to us in Genesis chapter 1. Um, we're kind of in a three-part series. And on a previous podcast, we'd encourage you to go check it out. We discussed the first purpose of marriage that's given to us in Genesis one twenty six, where God tells us to uh, reflect his image. So that's the first purpose of marriage. And then today we're going to discuss reproducing a godly heritage. We do want to let you know that Roland and Tammy are living La Vida Loca out in Florida right now. And so we've got them via <laughs> via Zoom. So guys, man, I hope you're having a good time out there and connecting with a lot of different churches. Yeah, no, it's really good, and it's definitely La Vida Loca as we are out here with our children. Uh, Part of it is uh, dropping off our youngest daughter for her junior year of college, and so kind of wrapping it all into, uh, we're just, we're one big happy family. (laughs) Daughter number four, right? Yeah, unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Hey, who would have thought 28 years ago, that today we would be sitting, like Susie said earlier, with nine kids and you guys with a mm-hmm. grandchild. So we're at and 10. And another on the way. And another on the way. <laughs> and uh, one on the way. Who yes. would have thought that we were sitting, we would be sitting here and um, that they would all be still functioning? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know. It, it's such an amazing thing as we just kind of hit this, the practical side of God's second purpose we see for marriage of reproduction in a, in a figurative way and in very much a literal way, like we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, the language, Susie, that you used is our family, but 
but also our spiritual family and incorporating mm-hmm. that into reproduction. And, and it is amazing, not only as we consider nine biological children that mm-hmm. we have, but throughout these 28 years investing in people spiritually. And mm-hmm. uh, we know that there's people out there listening that we've been in relationship with and uh, we could call our spiritual children. And as we look forward to many more years of ministry here, we, we hope to add more to the spiritual family that we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, the picture that I have of, of even both sides of those, because the four of us have been in youth ministry and so you look at it from that mm-hmm. from that lens, but you also look at it from a lens as being a parent, and uh, and the up and downs of the emotions that come with that, right? Like when you are in a restaurant mm-hmm. and everybody is actually doing what they're supposed to be doing at the restaurant, it's such a proudful moment. <laughs> but then when that one decides he's going to throw Cheerios all over the place and run around, then you're like, you know, the emotions quickly shift to like, what is going on? <laughs> And, and But it's the same thing with your youth. You know, when we were youth group kids, you know, we had the kids, sometimes they're like, oh, man, we're so proud of our youth group kids. They behaved in the restaurant. And then the next trip that you take with them, you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to throw them they? out the van. <laughs> who are they? I don't even know who they are. I would say of the three purposes that our material to becoming one discusses, this one um, – personally resonates with me. I I do not hear the voice of the Lord audibly, but I do very specifically remember when we had kids, um, that still small voice in the back of my mind. And I know the number is irrelevant, but at that time I heard a number and the Lord was like, you have them, actually at that time it was her, you have her for the next 18 years how are you going to invest in her and what are you going to do to prepare her mm. to um, to leave the nest? Some people refer to them as arrows that are being shot out. Like, what are you mm-hmm. going to do to prepare her to be ready to be, you know, uh, my daughter and, and to, and to mm-hmm. live, live a life that's going to bring glory to me? And so from day one, honestly, I kind of felt like I was on mission. It would have been nice to have, you know, this reference material of our two becoming one. And and I did have scripture. I just had never seen it through that light before um, about reproducing a godly Mm -hmm. heritage. Yeah, that's that's good. You mentioned the arrows. It's scripture. Psalms 127, uh, three to five. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb, a reward like arrows Mm. in the hand of a warrior are the children of one's youth. Blessed is the man who fills his quiver with them. He shall not be put to shame mm. when he speaks with his enemies in the gate. And it's, I mean, it's true. Like you said, it's like we, we're not, we're, we're, we're having kids. We're, we're investing in them. And then they're going to go out into the world. I mean, they're going to, you know, when they, when they become adults, like you said. And I remember same, con- I had a conversation with a stranger. <laughs> we were at a <laughs> hotel and I, we were, we were in a pool, and I don't know where you were, Roland, but I was talking with this woman, and she was uh, Native American, and she was telling me um, her her son was ten years old, and she was telling me I it was so important that he understood where you know because they weren't 
like living on a reservation or anything at the time, but that she wanted to instill in him the heritage of, you know, being Native American. And she was telling me this and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't really spiritual. It wasn't, you know, I, it was more about, um, you know, making sure that he knew where he was coming from. And then, Mm -hmm. and that it was really kind of one of those aha moments Mm -hmm. for me, spiritually speaking, because, you know, our kids were little at the time. And I was so, I mean, it's, it's not like it was the furthest thing from my mind, spiritually pouring into them when they were toddlers and preschoolers. But I remember thinking, oh my goodness, I really need to be intentional. And that Mm -hmm. became like our, we've got to be intentional. If we don't sit down every night and, do a devotion i mean which is (laughs) was not the case in our home it was not we it wasn't set every night but if we are not like as we go teaching our kids and discipling them and you know then 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 why are we doing this you know why Mm -hmm. we're just raising kids we're gonna we've got to pass on to them our spiritual heritage you know Mm -hmm. much like this woman was saying oh you know what where this is where you come from not just our culture you know growing up in the you know cuban culture you know and 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 the cult you know with my mom being american my father being cuban you know we grew up in that culture um my brothers and i but just what what our kids were going to grow up in culture Mm -hmm. and spiritual Yeah, because it's not just the idea of being fruitful but it's also passing on the the spiritual heritage and investing in them spiritually scripture over and over again talks about remembering but i do want to jump on on this idea that was brought out it's brought out in genesis 128 where god blesses them and so just kind of following god's god's purposes outlined in genesis 1 uh, god said and the trinity the the trinity has this conversation about creating man Uh, Then God creates, and He creates male and female. And then we have the phrase, God blessed. And God's blessing upon Adam and Eve was for them to be fruitful and multiply. In Psalm 127, it says, children are a heritage, or that could be translated, children are a gift. Mm -hmm. And the fruit of the womb is what? It's a reward. It's not a curse. Mm -hmm. And so there's this constant tension between what Scripture teaches and what Satan wants to use in the world to deceive us. And and isn't that very appropriate for our time? And it's not new. The tension has always been there. In Genesis 3, Satan deceives Eve. Eve, in turn, is able to convince Adam to disobey what God intended. Mm-hmm. And 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 not on there's not only disobedience there, but there's doubt. And I think a lot of people potentially struggle with this promise or this command to, to have children and that the fruit of the womb is a reward. Mm-hmm. And there's a, there's a battle against it mm-hmm. uh, where the baby in the womb isn't, isn't considered a baby. We, and, and so people fight <laughs> for mm-hmm. wanting to destroy uh, murder. Uh, the child that is in there. But as believers, we embrace that. Mm -hmm. And then really playing that out practically. Hey, children are a gift and and we're pro-life. But we potentially look at, we we potentially limit Mm -hmm. God's blessings in that way. And we we create all of these other things ahead 
that we want to have as opposed to really prioritizing God's purpose of why he brings a man and a woman together, mm-hmm. which is to have children. Yeah. yeah, such a good point. You know, the the blessed part there uh, lets us know that, A, God is sovereign and God doesn't make mistakes, right? So he is actually blessing mm-hmm. us with children. And I know that when we are in the midst of raising them, that it's we, we, <laughs> we sometimes may think, wow, mm-hmm. this is really hard. Um, I don't know that mm-hmm. I would call it a blessing today. But what Susie and I have learned mm-hmm. is... Um, that they're a blessing not only because God has given them to them, but also because God allows us to learn from them as we raise them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not so much Absolutely. learn about life lessons, but to learn about who God is. And I don't know about you guys, but for me, for sure. being able to see um, my kids in action and me as their parental authority and dealing with them when they do wrong um it took me quickly to how my relationship with God looks like and the number of times mm-hmm. that God shows grace to me. Right. And God shows love and, and care, but right. there, you know, there, there's also the discipline side, That's right. but, but to me, the blessing has been a, that God gave us a child and that he doesn't mm-hmm. make the mistake. And then B that those children have taught us quite a bit in our spiritual life. Mm-hmm. I, I would definitely say in parenting, there were there were countless times that I'm in the midst of giving some type of instruction or discipline, and again, don't hear the Lord in an audible voice, but in the back of my mind, it was like, that's how that's what I'm trying to say to you. That's, that's the point mm-hmm. I'm trying to make to you, and so it was almost all I could do to get the sentence out or the you know the point of instruction to my children before I broke down, yeah. you know, and and what need, needed to be right. conviction and repentance and relationship to the Lord. One more thing, I, you know, and I know that we won't go into depth about this, but we do know that we live in a world where um, not everyone is. Um, is is able to have children Mm -hmm. and so perhaps Mm -hmm. we say you know you know people that are listening to the podcast will you know can say you know i haven't been i haven't been given that opportunity and we say that god's purpose still remains intact because i would even say Mm -hmm. as far as for us beyond childbearing age that god's purpose for Mm -hmm. reproducing a godly heritage still remains intact in our marriage today as far as pouring into others and investing and taking responsibility and you know all those all those aspects of pouring into the next generation with intent i think is so important right right to what you guys were talking um we're, we're just how our relationship with the lord was just enhanced really with yeah. When we started having kids and raising them, and I, I was just thinking, it's almost like a muscle that's never been, <laughs> that's never been exercised. You know, you've mm-hmm. never like, you know, strengthened a muscle until you know, like, that's what I felt spiritually speaking, until we started having kids. So to, until we realized, you know, wow, this this really is such a picture of God's love for us, and we didn't understand it. And even now, when I when I even talk to my own kids, I'll say to them, 
you'll understand when you have kids. <laughs> you'll understand when you won't understand, and you really won't understand until you do have kids. Mm-mm. That that you know what you know what it is that you know that we go through. What not just what we go through, but but there's just it's just a different level, you know, of 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 love, and mm. there's a different level of of you know. Um, yeah, seeing growth yeah. and seeing seeing God's hand. Too. All of this is really good. I think it's important to to really to really highlight what it is that we're saying, and what we're saying is that reproduction, having children, the we could use the term offspring here. Mm-hmm. is is part of God's covenant with us mm-hmm. and that biological children, spiritual children, the opportunity that we have to make our own people mm-hmm. <laughs> is connected to to God's blessing. Mm-hmm. And it's central. I mean, if if over and over again we read in scripture where he commands us to be fruitful, and multiply there's a there's a cultural mandate there that we mm-hmm. have and i'll never forget uh when we had our first child and a pa- our pastor at the time comes in and he prays with us and he used a phrase that just really stuck with me and it was in his prayer where he thanked the lord for the opportunity that we have to in a secondary way be the creators of an immortal soul Mm -hmm. that we bring a child into the world that will now have the opportunity to acknowledge jesus as their redeemer and king and be able to spend eternity with him that god gives us that god Mm -hmm. gives us that ability he creates that in us and then on the spiritual side we're able to share a message with people that the holy spirit will use that allows them to be what born again Mm -hmm. not of water but born spiritually and so just the profoundness Mm -hmm. of this yet very simple command Mm-hmm. and purpose in marriage which which is to reproduce here we are mm-hmm. like let's I, I think what we want to do here is just speak blessing over this mm-hmm. idea and make sure that children are seen for what god says they are uh, is it a challenge yes uh, does it cost a lot of money? Yes. <laughs> yes. Blood, sweat, and tears, my friend. Yes. Are there are there other things like could could I be driving a nicer car? Could I have nicer vacations? Could I? I mean, the list goes on and on. But uh, none of us would trade our children for any of those things that people utilize as reasons to not have children or even to not have more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it, it's interesting as as we're discussing, Roland, and even you just bringing that point up where if we can begin to renew our minds as, as Romans 12, 2 tells us to do, to not be conformed <laughs> to the patterns of this world because the patterns are, right. are 
oh man, these kids are going to hold me back. I don't really want this child. Uh, you know, it's going to change my lifestyle. It's going to, you know, all the negatives that come with it. But if we, we can, we can change it to view it the way that we're discussing right now and look at it as a blessing from the Lord and a huge responsibility and opportunity for us to mm-hmm. invest in little ones that are going to be, uh, and, and it's not just productive, right? It's not just that they would be productive in our culture and in our mm-hmm. environment by working and doing the thing, but that they would be a light in our community. And I remember, mm-hmm. um, I remember Roland, you, you probably remember this, um, when my dad, when, when we were starting to have children, our first ones, my dad says to mm-hmm. Roland and, and myself, he says, you are now a mil- you're now a millionaire. And we both, we both looked mm-hmm. at him and, and we're like, what is he talking about? He goes, well, let me ask you a question. Is there any amount of money that you would sell your kid for? And we both go, no way. It says, then you're a millionaire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are rich. Mm-hmm. And so looking at yes. it from those lens that we are, we are rich because of God's blessing and that we get to do this, to, to invest in our kids and to not only raise them up, but to train them up in the way, Tammy, like you were saying earlier, we do, our culture, culture does such a really good job of training their kids up on the, what their background, right? And their heritage. Right. And, you know, and I know for us Cubans, mm-hmm. we're super proud of our heritage and our parents poured that That's into right. us. And, but what if our kids were known more for their spiritual walk? And that that was the heritage mm. that we really wanted them to, to, to show, and to grow. Yeah, I think that you can oh take goodness, that. Yeah. You can take that thought from Deuteronomy chapter six, mm. and really mm-hmm. um, verses one through I think one through nine. Oh yeah. Um, but specifically one that we kind of really took to heart because Tammy, you mentioned you know the nighttime devotions. And I tried that. I, we really did. Like, <laughs> like I went to the, back when we used to have bookstores, I went to the Christian bookstore yes. and I would pour over these journals that you could do with your kids. And I had such this, such <laughs> idyllic view of what it could look like sitting around. And I, and I know for a fact mm-hmm. that for some people that works out well. Um, for us, it did not. Yeah. We were a family that was constantly involved in sports and so we were at different ball fields gymnasiums arenas you Mm -hmm. name it we were there until way later than we probably should have been on a school night so (laughs) we tried to take and then chilies for dinner chilies for dinner we tried (laughs) to take um deuteronomy 6 7 excuse me and And, and make that fit into our lifestyle where it talks about you shall teach them diligently to your children and shall, and these are talking about the things that God has done. And you shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, mm-hmm. when you lie down, and when you rise. Mm-hmm. And for me, That's that right. just kind of meant having spiritual conversations with your kids at an oh. age-appropriate level all the mm-hmm. time. All the time. All the time as you go. Yeah. I just, I remember one time um, when our daughter was in middle school and there was much buzz about what had taken place in um, the locker room at PE. You know, and and (laughs) the school that we were at, there was always a lot of buzz. Um, I didn't quite fit there. So, and I was totally fine with that. But someone came to me and said, Did you hear what happened in the locker room at school, in the girls' locker room? And of course, I'm kind of like, No, I didn't. So when I picked up my daughter and we were driving home, I said, "Um, 
why didn't you share with me what happened in the locker room? And she just very respectfully, but point blank looked at me and said, mom, my teacher said that that what happened in there was to stay in there and it wasn't to go any further. And um, that's why I didn't share it with you. And so I just kind of stopped. I said, Ash, mm. I, re- I respect your choice. And then we just kind of had mm. a spiritual conversation about how, mm. you know, respecting that teacher mm-hmm. and what that looked like. I feel like we had a lot of those conversations, yeah. way more than we oh, sat yeah. around um, a Bible right. devotional, <laughs> which I still think is right. really good well, idea. And I think that this text in Deuteronomy oh, yeah. really frees you up as a parent mm-hmm. because it's not so much our mm-hmm. lifestyle, but it's the lifestyle that God designed out of Deuteronomy that, um, you know, it's the picture that we see today. It's not just a Sunday ministry, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just show up on Sunday mm-hmm. and leave. It's an everyday conversation and, and creating those spiritual conversations along the way. That's really good because there is that other element to reproduce it, to reproduce a godly seed. Mm-hmm. And so it's not just have children mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. we become laissez-faire, right? but rather we have children and it's a continual investment of ourselves. It really points to the great commandment, mm-hmm. love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength and love your neighbor as yourself. And the overflow of God's love in our life should be to our spouse and the overflow of that to our children and to our grandchildren and to people that we are in Uh, committed relationships with and with our neighbor and all of those things take time and it's time with other people uh, whether we're extroverted or introverted Mm -hmm. really doesn't matter Mm -hmm. we're we're all called by god Mm -hmm. to bear children Mm -hmm. biological as well as spiritual Mm -hmm. and to really you know what it's it bottom line is prioritizing people Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. True. In Psalm yeah. 8, we read, Oh Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You've set your glory above the heavens out of the mouth of babies and infants. You have established strength because of your foes mm. to still the enemy and the avenger. Look at what the psalmist writes here. When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have set in place. So when I look at the the vast universe that we live in, And how amazing it is, look at this step back that the psalmist takes. Mm -hmm. What is man? Like, we're this Mm. tiny little seemingly insignificant. And he asks, what is man that you're mindful of him? And the son of man that you care for him? And then he goes on to establish theologically what God did in making us image bearers. He Mm -hmm. says, you've made him a little lower than heavenly beings a little lower than heavenly beings and you've crowned him like we have been crowned with glory and honor Mm. you've given him god has given to us dominion over the works of your hands gods you've put all things under his feet all sheep and oxen beasts of the field birds of the heavens fish of the sea whatever passes along the paths of the seas O lord our lord how majestic is your name in all the earth. What a privilege we're granted to not only be the image bearers of God, but that we get to reproduce that in others. And that's really where a lot of the issues today stem from, is we just fail to see mankind as the image bearers of God, the crown jewel of God's creation. Mm. Mm. Man, that is so strong. The 
and, and I think that as we as we move forward, again, it it goes back to um, that verse that you quoted, Roland: um, "Love God, love people." Right. And the more that mm-hmm. we love God, and the more that we understand His character, and the more we understand His um, His plan, uh, it should drive us to love people more. Starting with our spouse, mm-hmm. starting and then rolling down into with our children. And um, and I know life gets in the way sometimes, and it, it, there's mm-hmm. struggles, and there's like Susie said. I mean, going from one basketball game to a baseball game, and then take you know making sure all their school supplies were purchased. And listen, we're we're now with a 21, 25, and a twenty six year old, and we're like, I actually forgot that it's school time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we forgot that there's actually you know we went to the store the other day, and I saw I'm like. Man, they're already putting school supplies. Susie school. said schools started already <laughs> in some places. Um, but we get it. We understand we it. We know. Yeah. And and, and um, I'll tell you what, there's there's times of the year, G. It's a second that Christmas. That are just yeah. <laughs> Christmas is just this financially like, speaking. Oh my goodness, like the dollars flying out back to school is another one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and Sorry, it's, it's, and it's like, what's wrong with that? Did you, did you guys? Go ahead, Tammy. No, go ahead. I, I was going to no, say, no, no, what's no. wrong with that? What, what's wrong with that lunchbox you had last year? <laughs> well, you know, yeah, that, right? that cartoon is no longer in style <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, six, six, mm. six kids. Yeah. And so, no, that backpack, no, I want the newer backpack or I want the newer <laughs> lunchbox. So we have a collection. We do. We keep, I keep them. <laughs> yeah, at, at church, we don't have to have a backpack drive. I just gather up all their old backpacks, and we That's probably right. have as much as a church of twelve hundred would donate. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys? Did you guys ever have to buy those hundred dollar calculators for oh, high yeah. school? Oh, oh, my nines. At one point, yes. Something like that. At one point, we had three. Oh, <laughs> we had my three, gosh. and I no. Oh, she she needed one for middle school. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And I, and I would yeah. tell my kids, "What's wrong with consumer math? You don't have to buy that calculator." Yeah, right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, but just um, as we uh, as we wrap it up, you know, we we're coming to the end here. Um, I think the the big point and the big takeaway is is that the children are a blessing from the Lord. He's mm-hmm. the one that that gives them to us. There is a lot of hard work involved. Um, but but it's not just raising them to be good people. It's raising them to be godly people, that they're going to be a light mm-hmm. in our community and really making that as an investment. You know, we invest in a lot of things in this world, whether it's financial or with our work or other areas. But our challenge to the, today is that we, you would invest in your children because it is God's purpose mm-hmm. for you and your marriage. And it'll be a huge blessing Um you know, now, and it'll be a huge blessing as you experience life with them as young adults and then adults down the road. Mm-hmm. So I shared this. Yeah, I remember. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, just real quick, I was going to say I shared this thought with a friend yesterday, and I'm going to kind of tweak it to apply to parenting. So it says, no matter how hard we worked to raise our kids, it was still God that gave us the opportunity. No amount of work can supersede sovereignty. It wasn't the grind. Mm -hmm. It was grace. Mm. And that was, Mm -hmm. that's a good reminder for me. Yeah, Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's really good. Mm -hmm. I just, as we share these principles, like we want to apply them in our own life. And as we share them with others, I just remember a premarital that we were doing 
And when they came in after working through God's threefold purpose, and as it relates to this idea of reproducing a godly seed, the 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 young the young woman said going into marriage i didn't and these are believers she thought i don't i don't really want to carry a child i'm a little intimidated mm-hmm. by that and going into the marriage they had agreed that that they would adopt there there's a lot of kids that need to be adopted and so they mm-hmm. thought i'm just not going to have children we're going to adopt and we're going to foster and what they shared is that this truth really impacted them to realize we have to be open to having children well mm. they they have they have three children now oh, wow. uh, here we are about n- mm-hmm. nine years later uh because of a biblical truth that mm. th- that they were confronted by and so that's uh, that's our desire is just to uh proclaim th- these truths in scripture and the blessings that follow mm. mm-hmm. Well, I, we'll wrap it up here and uh, just uh, thank you for being on here and just spending the time that you guys have spent. And, and, and we see you. We don't know who you are because the analytics don't give us your name, but the analytics do tell us that, that the message is getting out and that it's, uh, it's reaching a lot of people. And so we want to thank you guys for uh, being on here with us to listening to uh, the messages that God has given us through his word to be able to share with you. And um, we encourage you not only to listen, but pass it on to another couple that you guys are mentoring or involved in and in their life. And, uh, and we just want to thank you. Christian Family Life is the ministry we're involved in. And we're just so excited about the messages that God gives us through scripture. And one of those is to reproduce a godly heritage. So go out, invest in your kids today, love on them and help them out. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the Christian Family Life Podcast. Be sure to subscribe. To learn more about the ministry, visit our website at christianfamilylife.com. There you can subscribe to our newsletter and find all the social media links where we offer resources to help strengthen your marriage. Until next time, remember, God created marriage. He can make it work.